the politically incorrect radio podcast host you've grown to know to love, Andrew Andy Schechter with EA Truth Radio and Eternal Affairs Media. Thank you for tuning in and helping to keep the truth online. Good evening and welcome to Politically Incorrect for the 2nd of November, 2023. This week's topic is all of Biden's plans are failing. Trump wins. Brought to you by EternalAffairsMedia.com, also known as EA Truth Media. Your host tonight is Andrew Schechter, myself, author of Dark Water, Game Over, and two-time delegate for Donald Trump to the Republican National Convention. Should you feel led to plant a financial seed in our media ministry, please visit donate.eamedia.online or premium.eamedia.online. Please help keep the truth online. And we do have a special going on right now through November of 2024. If you use a discount at premium.eamedia.online, use the discount code of TRUMP2024. You can get one month free of websites Truth Premium and see what it's like. Absolutely free. You can always sign up at, at premium.eamedia.online. Let's stop for a moment for a prayer, as we always do. And Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father, we pray that you continue to put, put forth your, your mission to save our nation, to save our world. You're doing a great job. <laughs> I have to say that. Now we just need to get some peace in the world. We pray for those overseas. We pray for the Israelis, the Palestinians. We pray for the Ukrainians and for the Russians. The people don't deserve what they're getting. We pray that you can shine some light and some glory into each and every one of them, that they'll stand up against oppression and against war in, in the world. We pray in your heavenly name. Amen. <clears throat> I've got some donors. Our donors, current donors are Dusty, Lisa, and Dave, one-time donors. Current Truth Premium subscribers, David, Bruce, Gary, and Jeff. And patrons, Dan and Chaplain Jim. So, let's see. We're pleased to say we're following each other on Facebook. Yes, we are. And a lot going on. Michael, I see you made it into the podcast. Glad that worked out for you. I hope... uh, Hope, hope the great camper out there is uh, is uh, one, you know that's that's a true the true freedom is to being on your own out there and out in the out in nature just enjoying the world and maybe you know making a little income out of it too. I, I'm very proud of you, Michael. So we got a lot going on tonight, and uh, so kind of hope we get a, a bigger initial audience here. So we're going to start with some of the things that aren't that the general topics. We're going to get on this whole thing about what's going on with the um, uh, with the Biden and Trump and the Democrats and all this other crap that's going on. It's just absolutely amazing. Yeah, I don't know. I, I gave I gave uh, Joanne Anna and some of the others a, a link. I don't know what, what happened. All right, either way, we'll we'll have we'll have a party by ourselves if we have to. By the way, for the, for those who didn't haven't been on the, uh, recently, and I know Michael, you weren't on there, but I don't know if you were on there, Eric, or not. But I was uh, got a, an email, a message. Um, someone had pointed out to me that uh, the uh, EA Truth Radio podcasts and uh, and and uh, 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 interviews. I do a lot of interviews too. 
uh, are actually in the top 2% in the world. Top 2% in the world, folks. I think that's really cool. And the other really cool thing was, uh, um, for those of you who, ha who haven't heard, heard, the, heard this yet, when I was at my sister's uh, funeral this past spring, uh, the, uh, my, my, her sister, my sister's kid was introducing uh, me to the, um, uh, the deacon that was doing the service. And the deacon said, oh, I, I, know, I, I know Andrew. He says, he's the one that does the podcast. <laughs> I don't even know this guy. So I thought that was really pretty cool. So it, we really do get around. And, and you know, the more people you tell to get on a podcast or listen to them even offline, that's just absolutely phenomenal. Um, yeah, come on, Amazon Music. It's all over. In the top 2%, it's really pretty cool. <laughs> so, yeah, we're, we're doing really, really good and getting the message out. Oh, I've got a quick update while we're waiting to see if anybody else shows up on the live podcast. We have a... Um, uh, had an interview. Like I said, I do interviews. So it's got interviews, plus you've got... Uh, oh, it's for Michael's edification. I've, I forgot a, an IMDb. I didn't even ask where they put me up there. That's like where, you know, like Kevin Bacon and all those other ones are. I got one of them too. And I got a, my own Google page. My, Michael knows it. You know about those. I got my own Google page, you know, profile. It's pretty cool. They actually contacted me to set it up. It's really pretty neat. So we're getting around in the world. That's for sure. Anyway. So oh, a lot of crazy stuff going on in, in, in the, in, in the uh, in the world today and um uh i i don't know where it's headed but there's a lot of really cool stuff coming for those who um know about yeah there's imdb there you go i see that too pretty cool um yeah so the the um uh I'm trying to think of where, where i want to start with this because uh, i had a great plan here and i was hoping we have more people live well maybe we'll listen to it after the fact anyway we'll start with this then because this is one, one of the things that really really pisses me off all right so you always hear about their democrats keep saying we're going to destroy the destroy the democracy and i've got a reason for bringing this up particularly on here on the podcast tonight because a couple of the democrats were, were going on that after about that so they're always trump's destroying the democracy we're going to lose the democracy and then the republicans come back we don't have a democracy we have a republic and we even have a republic because thomas jefferson said we got a republic if you can keep it and da 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 well, you're all wrong, folks, because I've been saying it right ever since the beginning. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Johnson, that's another one. Yeah, that's one of the things um, uh, that's going to be. I, I forgot to make another. Thank you, Eric, for that. Um, Johnson, Johnson. Got to add my notes here. I got so many notes, it's not even funny. I've been, I've been doing taking pictures of the, of the stars out there. <laughs> there you go. Hey, there's Anna. Hey, how you doing? Anna? Now we got now we got a crew. Um, we got a Chris. I don't know who Chris is, but welcome, Chris. And we're gonna have a, we're gonna have a lot of fun. And somebody else, you know, we've got a couple of people coming. This is great. This is wonderful. Now this is fires up. After a little bit, we'll get some in your. So anyway, Democrats say we got a we got a democracy, and Republicans say we got a republic. Uh, we're gonna lose a republic. We're gonna lose a democracy. Don't call it a democrat democracy. Call it a republic. Well, you're all wrong, folks. I've been wrong since day. I've been right since day one. So there you go. Because our American government, I'm going to define what we are because a lot of people don't realize this. And, you know, you don't want to be wrong when you're talking to people, especially when a presidential election is coming up this year. And we've, we've got a, a brain dead loser and some some crazies coming up. And then and, and we got Donald Trump and I don't think anybody else is going to challenge Donald Trump. All right. So the foundation of our American government, its purpose, form, and structure are found in the Constitution of the United States of America. We all know that. The Constitution was written in 1787. It's the supreme law of the land. 
because no law may be passed that contradicts its principles. Go tell Joe Biden that. No person or government is exempt from following it. Go tell Joe Biden that and Nancy Pelosi. <clears throat> anyway, the Constitution establishes. Now, here, this is listen very closely, folks. The Constitution establishes a federal democratic republic form of government. A federal democratic republic. What that is, it's a partial democracy and a partial republic. It was done that way with, after much deliberation because they said a, a democracy will fail when, the, when, they, when it's too many people um, and, and a republic will fail when there's too few people. And they, and, they, and they figured they'd start with a little bit because the population is going to build up is what it was. That is, we have an invisible union of 50 sovereign states. It's a democracy because people govern themselves. It's a representative, a representative of a republic because people choose elected officials by free and secret ballot. The republic is, and it's a republic government because it derives its power from the people. So what, what it is, is we, rep, we vote our representatives in. The representatives allegedly support us. Not all the time, but that's what they're supposed to do. So that is what we are, folks. If anybody asks you who we are, we're not a democracy. We're not a republic. We're a federal democratic republic. I've been saying it for the last 50 years and nobody wants to listen to me. Anyway, finally found a decent definition of it. All right. So what's going on? Well, you know, maybe we better uh, since we got a nice crew out here. Let's let's uh, let's throw our um, let let's throw our our, uh, our promotion out. If you if you guys can hang in there for a second, I think we can get this promotion. We got all kinds of audio troubles with Podbean these days, but let's give it a spin. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the CEO of My Pillow. My passion has always been to help each and every one of you get the best sleep of your life. Radio has helped MyPillow become the amazing company that it is today. And my employees and I want to thank you with some of the best discounts ever. Just go to MyPillow.com right now and click on the radio podcast specials. There you're going to find deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the new six-pack towels for only $29.98, bed sheets for as low as $24.98, and 50% off MyPillow 2.0. All right, there you go. And you can always use a promo code eternal at mypillow.com. And uh, yeah, they're proud. There you go. Proud MyPillow owner. I met the man at the Bloomsburg Fair, actually. He was up there the uh, two, uh, last year, I believe it was. What a wonderful person he is. I, I met him at the uh, 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 when I was on uh, the campaign trail as well. Just absolutely wonderful. All right. Now, how are we winning? This is so, so, this is so great. And, you know, we got Mike Johnson. That's the first thing. Just the fact that we, that we, the way they shoehorn Mike Johnson in it, by putting in, you know, some a rhino first, and then bringing bringing in the the real the true guns. Uh, some of the things he's saying, oh my God, he, when he gets up there, I, I can just see I can see these, these representatives on the Democrat side just cringing. I mean, so that was our first step. That is absolutely one of the most wonderful things that's happened to this nation, <laughs> and we're going to start taking them down from there. And uh, one of the things, if you hadn't watched the news today, and I I always watch the mainstream media, I get yelled at it. Uh, because, but it gives me it gives me a starting point because I know what they're talking about, and I figure whatever they're saying is pr probably the opposite is what's true. But th this is a fact that the <laughs> the, uh, the, the Republican Party finally united in in, in, a, in a mission to cut that the Build Back Worse program with all the billions of dollars that were going for it. Well, what they got rid of is the thirteen billion dollars. They told the Democrats, "Yeah, we can give money to Israel to help bail them out. You know, we can give money to Ukraine, whatever." But it's coming out of that. IRS budget. And they snatched $13 billion out of Biden's 
IRS budgets from his Build Back Worse program. I was so proud. I've been, that is just so wonderful. You don't need more IRS agents. Now I've been saying this. I'm not going to get. I don't want to talk too much about the IRS crap right now. But you know the the, the public, the Republican Party wimped out on the, on this darn thing. You know they they should have they should have fought the uh, the to change rule of the six hundred dollar limit for uh, getting reported to the IRS with whatever you you know you sold or whatever. You can't. You know it's ridiculous. They're they, oh we're not we're not going after the little guy. We're going after the rich person. We're going after the rich guy. And then they they, they lowered the limit to six hundred bucks. Yeah, rich guy. Do you think the rich guy cares if it's six hundred or six thousand or twenty thousand? They don't give a rat's backside. You're not hurting the you're not hurting the rich guy by lowering the the threshold for for reporting the. Uh, private sales and whatnot you're hurting the you're hurting the you and me and the, and the lamppost you're hurting the little guy you're hurting the little guy because the little guy wants to sell his couch or he wants to sell a you know i want to sell a ham radio or i want to sell a you know an amplifier or a, or a or guitar and i go on ebay and now they're going to they're going to charge me they're going to report me and i'm going to, have to pay tax either pay tax or pay a thousand dollars for an accountant to prove that i had actually bought that and i don't owe tax on it because i i sold it for less than i paid you know, this is ridiculous. Yeah, and the dirt poor is the dirt poor and the super rich are exempt from paying taxes. It's always the middle class. You're absolutely right, Eric. Absolutely always the middle class. Unbelievable. But they cut it out of that budget. $13 billion. And the Democrats couldn't say anything because they want Israel to have money to go fight a war. We're going to talk about the wars too a little bit. That's all part of this whole thing about why this is all coming up. So last week I mentioned that um that the GM had cut had cut back on the on the um um, had cut back on on the on the mandates for higher emission standards and for high sale higher sales of electric vehicles. They 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 were saying that <laughs> they're getting backstop backlogged. Nobody wants to buy the cars. They don't want to buy them because they don't like electric cars. They don't want to buy them because they're too expensive, and they're getting backed. And they say they'd rather take the fine. It, it pays it actually pays them to take take the federal fines rather than to build these stupid electric vehicles that are going to just, you know, destroy the environment when we try to get rid of these batteries. It's going to be ridiculous. So now this week, I just heard that Ford, here you go, Ford factory. This is from October the 27th. Ford said the, the pace of EV adoption has been slower than the company expected. You think? Maybe you should ask us if we wanted the friggin' things first. You think? Ford has postponed $12 billion in spending on EV manufacturing capacity. The company has warned that electric vehicles are too expensive and demand is slowing. Other automakers are also cutting investment and demanding manufacturing targets. Ford has halted billions of dollars in investment in EV manufacturing, warning that customers will not pay a premium for these vehicles. Hello! I could have told them that, and I don't have a degree in economics, folks. Given the dynamic EV environment, we are being judicious about our production and adjusting future capacity to better match market demand, said Ford CFO John Lawler. You think they're getting smart? All told, we've pushed about $12 billion of EV spend, which includes CapEx, direct investment, and expense. The company stressed it's still trying to commit themselves to the EV models. However, we're just now moving right into that right now. We're looking at the pace of capacity. So, yeah, they suddenly realize that nobody wants their stupid electric cars and the freaking windmills and crap. Toyota has indicated they're not going to do away with internal combustion engines. And guess what? Guess what, Eric? New Dodge Charger will keep the gas engine option. 
Mopar fans, we've got good news. The rumors are true. The next-gen Dodge Charger will offer both an electric version and a gas version, powered by a twin-turbo inline-six engine. There you go, folks. Let's keep that gas flowing. Oh, in Pennsylvania, for those in Pennsylvania, I don't know if Mike is there. Oh, yeah, Anna's in there. For Pennsylvanians, the Pennsylvania wants to get rid of all gas-powered lawn tools, basically. Now, you know, I don't have a problem. I, don't, I mean, I can see this two, these two-cycle, even a four-cycle uh, handheld um, uh, tools for the garden. I, I you know, between elect, uh, plug-in electric and gasoline, it, it really is nice. I, I own an electric uh, leaf blower and, and, and weed eater and, you know, the whole nine yards. It's, that's, it's convenient. And with things like a lawnmower is that the darn lawnmowers cost so much to buy and, you know, you don't use them that often. And the batteries are like a thousand dollars in some of them. It's crazy. You know, they got to, they got to figure this crap out. And, and everyone takes the different batteries. You know, you get, we got get much more people to buy and invest in these things. If they would standardize power packs, even in electric cars, standardize the freaking batteries, standardize everything. The price will come down. Don't have Oh, a right big battery, and, and now you got a Craftsman battery, and and you got a Walmart battery. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely insane. It's and especially with big expensive things like lawnmowers. They've got one now that is a um, yeah great at home, but electric doesn't work well in big industrial. And yeah, I was going to mention that. Mike says that that uh, doesn't work well in big industrial uses. You know they what they're talking about. Think about it. They want to make uh, all yard equipment electric. Well, just imagine if you have a, a lawn service that's going out and doing thirty yard thirty lawns in a day with one of those big giant machines that takes a two thousand dollar battery. You know it's not going to work. You know yeah, gas blow over electric for camp or for for the campground exactly. You got you know uh, Mike out there works in the. Um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I, I I read it right, Mike. And he corrected himself in the chat here. But yeah, you know, you're going to do a big like a campground. You're going to do a you're going to do a in a, a park in in town. You're going to do a, a whatever. You know, even a ball field. You can't, you can't be using this electric crap. Just it's not it doesn't hold up. It doesn't hold up. But, you know, at, at home it's great. You know, the things at home it's pretty nice and and, and you know it's pretty cool. But yeah, so that's what's happening in Pennsylvania. I don't think it's going to come to pass, but they want they wanted to do what California did and literally ban the darn things. And boy, I hope that you know that's ridiculous. We should we should be allowed to pick and choose what you know what we're going to use. It's a, otherwise otherwise you're you're living in a dictatorship. I mean that's what we basically have right now is a dictatorship. I, that was from last week's show. Oh my goodness. Okay, so what else is going on? We we have a lot of great wins. The um, I'm missing a page. No, I'm not. Yeah, we're going to hold off. The, the, the last one is one of the best ones. So, all right. This is one of the great ones, folks. This I, I really enjoyed this one. This is going to be one of my... Uh, yeah, and of course, we got, we got, we got you know, the, all, of, all the things that, that Trump put in place with the Supreme Court and everything else. I mean, we, got, we got the whole thing. I shouldn't say stack Democrats to go after that next. Anyway, November the 1st, 2023. Stephen Rhodes for NJ Advanced Media, New Jersey. The, this is the best. I'm telling you, this is the absolute best, folks. I hate windmills with a passion. I really solar panels. Other than the fact that they're that they're dirty and they're and and they, they're hard to get rid of, windmills are a real problem. They blow up. They kill people. They kill birds. They they disrupt the the, the wind patterns. I mean, windmills are the most evil things that were ever created. You know, when they're done on a large scale. 
So November the 1st, the Danish company Ørsted announced Tuesday night that it will cease development for what was slated to be New Jersey's first offshore wind farm, as well as plans for its second project. It's a blow to Governor Phil Murphy's ambitious clean energy goals and a stunning development for environmentalists supporting the energy alternative, once thought to be operational at the Jersey Shore between 2025 and 2026. Go, Trump! <laughs> oh, man, we're taking back our country, I'm telling you, folks. Murphy blasted the company's decision in a statement, calling it outrageous! The development arrives four months after the Democrat-controlled state legislator passed a bill that Murphy, the Democrat, signed into law allowing Ersted, the largest offshore wind developer in the world, a billion dollars in tax credits to help with the Ocean One Wind Project. Now, you got to understand this. Look what they did. It's a billion dollars that New Jersey has taken off their taxes. A billion dollars, and they still backed out. Is that insane or what? This is just too cool. The whole thing is falling apart. And you know, these idiots, when they made this Build Back Worse program, did not put any thought into what they were putting into it or where the money was going or what will actually work. It's just stupid. It's insane, right? All right. The current market, they said, the current market with supply chain challenges, supply chain challenges, project delays and rising interest rates has challenged our offshore projects in the U.S. And in particular, our offshore project Ocean Wind One, which has led to significant impairments in Q3 2023. Mad Snipper Group President and CEO of Ersted said in a statement released Tuesday night. Therefore, as part of our ongoing review of U.S. offshore wind portfolio, Nipper added a reference to the company's interim financial report for the first five months of the year. We've decided to cease development of Ocean Wind 1 and Ocean Wind 2. Spokesperson Ersted did not provide additional comment Tuesday night, and the entire interim report won't be released until Wednesday, according to the company's website. I've not seen that report. Murphy said that Erston's decision to abandon its commitments to New Jersey is outrageous and calls the company's calls into the company's question calls into question the company's credibility and competence. Unbelievable. Unbelievable, folks. The Garden State has long been seen as a leader in wind energy. Murphy's repeatedly in recent months said he's optimistic the project will still come to fruition. Yeah, right. Republicans, U.S. Representative Jeff Van Druth, Republican 2nd District, and Senate Minority Leader Anthony Bucho, Republican Morris, expressed elation at the latest development Tuesday. Some Democrats, even, even some Democrats, have raised concerns. There's a lack of evidence linking this uh, spite of whale and dolphin deaths to offshore winds. But the topic still hits a nerve in some New Jersey voters as Republicans strive to further cut into 20 years of Democratic control in Trenton. Companies with fossil fuel interests have also linked with been linked with funding local opposition to offshore wind. It's good. This is becoming a real battle, folks. This is just really, really freaking cool. I mean, this is just wonderful. All right. Now, here's another one. We got George Santos, folks. This guy is a real sleaze bag. I mean, this congressman is a total dirtbag. He's stolen money from people. He's he's uh, lied. He's cheated. I mean, he, he if anybody deserves to be expelled from like Congress, or anybody deserves to be 
thrown out and put up against one of those, uh, what do you say, when you put the, the head in there, what they call those things where you put your head in it and you, and, and you stand there in, the, in front of the public and let them throw tomatoes at you. It's definitely George Santos. But guess what? The House rejects the effort to expel Representative George Santos. Yay! <laughs> I, I can't believe all the Republicans went against him, too. Just, just to torque off the Democrats. I mean, this is just phenomenal. The resolution failed to gain the two-thirds because it needs a two-thirds vote to throw them out. Supporters couldn't even gain a simple majority, with the final vote being 179 for expulsion and 213 against. I mean, this guy's almost a bigger sleazebag than Joe Biden. And, and, and they let him off. I mean, this is just so, too cool. To succeed, numerous Republican lawmakers would have had to break ranks with newly elected Speaker Mike Johnson, who has said Santos should get his day in court. Fox News recently said that if Congress is going to expel members because they are charged with a crime or accused of wrongdoing, well, that's a problem. Some Democrats also voiced concerns about getting ahead of the Ethics Committee, which issued a rare memo the day before citing the depth of its investigation with some 40 witnesses contacted and the issuance of 37 subpoenas. Congress has rarely resorted to the most extreme punishment at its disposal. The House expelled only five members in history, including during Civil War and two, three during the Civil War and two after their convictions on public corruption charges. It would be groundbreaking for the House to kick out Santos before his case in federal courts resolves. Win number two. Maybe may get kicked out eventually, but at least we had our win. We had our day in there. All right. We're coming up on a wire here. So let's get the next big one that coming out. This is the next. This one is too cool. This is just so. This is going to be the Democrats Achilles heel. I guarantee it. If you haven't heard this, you want to look into it because this is incredible. Um, I'm half thinking of dropping out of the Republican Party and joining this no labels third party thing because Nancy Pelosi hates it. Former House Speaker Nancy Pelosi is advocating against a third party presidential run by a candidate backed by no labels for fear it would imperil a President Biden victory in 2024. Go Trump! <laughs> yes, yes. Go Trump. I'm telling you, this is just phenomenal. The group, I got to take my glasses off to read this one. That's fine print. The group No Labels was founded in 2010. I didn't realize it was that old until I read this article. Um, with the goal of encouraging, quote, bipartisan cooperation in countering America's angry politics. 13 years later, it has many Democrats in Washington angry, not to mention scared. Earlier this month, the New York Times reported the group is planning to run a moderate Republican at the top of the 2024 presidential ticket. According to reporters Thursday, former House Speaker Nancy Pelosi said she believes this group is not truly nonpartisan, but that it has donors want to advance the Republican politics. I think that our democracy is at risk. I think that no labels is perilous to our democracy, she warned. There you go again. Now you see why I brought this up at the beginning about not being a democracy. I say without any hesitation. Thank you, Nancy. Pelosi spoke in a third way at a centrist Washington, D.C. think tank that she is vocal in warning about a no-labels run. In response to Pelosi, no-labels co-founder, former Democratic vice presidential nominee Joe Lieberman had sharp words. Do you know what, perilous, what is perilous to a democracy, he said in an email statement. 
when leaders try to tell Americans what they are allowed to think and what they and when they try to prevent competition from participating in the political process. And it's not just Pelosi. The White House reportedly concerned that no labels could end up electing Donald Trump and former House Democrat leader Dick Gephardt has started a super PAC with the specific aim of countering no labels. Boy, this is so cool. This is just, I mean, this is little by little. We're just pushing forward. We're just pushing right forward. It's unbelievable. Yes. Yeah. Car- Cari Bush. I, absolutely. It's going to be interesting. I, yeah. And yeah. Nancy Pelosi's derelict, dereliction of duty. Absolutely. No labels goals to get on all the state ballots. And um, we're going to see where that goes. I mean, I, um, uh, 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 Kennedy, John Kennedy Jr. was considering going on a no labels ballot. Uh, if he can get, if they get on, on all the tickets, if they get enough, you know, the interesting thing is that no labels doesn't have to get, I think I mentioned this last week, and this is going to be the, the last thing we're coming to the wire here, but the um, no labels, they don't have to get, they don't have to do, a, they don't have to win a lot. If no labels picks two or three moderate states that have, that have a chance to swing to Biden because they hate Trump for whatever reason, and all they pull is 10% of the vote, Trump wins. You know, you only have to win, th- I think it's 13 states, I believe it is, 12 or 13, to, to get the majority of the, uh, of the, of the um, uh, what do you call it, the electoral votes. You only have to pull about 10% of the vote. And at that point, there's no way, no matter how much the Democrats cheat, they'll get caught. If they're, try- they're trying to pull 10%, they're not going to do that without totally getting caught. They're going to have to get really ruthless. So I'm praying for labels. I hope they get in every state. Every single state. We got to push for them. Anyway, folks, it looks like really good news. Oh, the, the, uh, the last thing I didn't mention, I started mentioning this at the beginning of the, of the podcast, but a lot of folks know about my interviews with uh, a nice lady called, she called herself Butterfly. She's been down the, at the southern border saving kids and, and adults who are being trafficked across the, uh, the border. And they finally closed the leaks at the, at the, main, the main border, thanks to the, the money that had allocated. They actually closed those those uh, border walls, and nobody's getting through now during those. Now they're still getting through in other places, but she's moving on to the next place, saving a lot of a lot of kids uh, uh, for uh, um, uh, you know going across that border from from uh, veterans on patrols is uh, the organization that she's working with. So you can check it out, veterans on patrol. It'd be absolutely great uh, cause to support. All right, with that, I'm going to have to say good night, folks, because my chariot is turning into a pumpkin i'm good to see you mike and 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 all this it's a lot of new faces here tonight um come back every week come back uh 10 o'clock eastern time 10 p.m for the uh the politically incorrect podcast we're gonna pull we're gonna pull off this election we're gonna save our nation with your help god bless every one of you god bless every one of you and um we'll see you next week same time same podcast And thank you, Michael, for that. And uh, you folks have a great night. God bless every one of you.